All right. It is Friday, September 30th, 2022. And from the home studio in Middletown, Delaware, I'm Marshall Manlove from My Sports Reports and Delaware Sports. This is a special interview edition of our program. We'll introduce our guest here in just a moment. Got a lot of things I'm trying to do here behind the scenes and in front of the camera at the same time. So let me see if I can make, them, make this work. It doesn't always work when I do this. Ah, yeah, there it is. Yeah, this show is brought to you by me, Marshall Manlove, stage hypnotist. If you would like a funny, fascinating, and memorable experience for a party or an event that you are having, please consider my comedy hypnosis show. Find out all about that at marshallmanlove.com. And we'll give the show email address here. It's mysportsreports at gmail.com. And now I am going to, hopefully, when I press this next button, my guest... <laughs> <laughs> will appear. Uh, it sometimes does not work when I happen. When, it, when I do it, there it is. There's my guest. The athletic director from Delaware Military Academy, Jeremy Jean. Welcome, sir. Thanks for making time to uh, talk to us. Me, us. Who's us? Me. Talk, <laughs> talk with me. I know you're a busy man. All athletic directors are... Uh, and and uh, first of all, I want to uh, just say that I think you're one of the more talented athletic directors in the state. I first met you, you might not even remember this, at Glasgow High when you took that job there and then transferred over to Delaware Military Academy. Not uh, so long after that. How long were you at Glasgow, Jeremy? Well, first, thank you for having me. Uh, I love the... Um, I love the show. I'm trying to watch it every time you, uh, you post a video. Uh, but to answer your question, I was at Glasgow High School for, uh, for 10 years. Uh, as, uh, nine years as an athletic director, but 10 years there as a, as, a, as a teacher in the building. And now how long have you been at Delaware Military Academy? I'm uh, entering my fourth year at uh, DMA. So uh, tell me something about yourself. Uh, where are you from? What's your background before you took on these positions here in Delaware? Yeah, so I was born and raised in Paris. Um, I uh, grew up playing soccer and playing basketball, fell in love with the game of basketball. Um, got a scholarship to go to play for uh, Goody Beacom College. And uh, when I was in college, I, uh, upon graduation, I signed with an agent and went overseas uh, in my hometown in France and, and played for, uh, for a few years. After a bad injury, I broke my fifth medal torso. Yeah. I was going to be out for like more than half the season. and. Uh, my girlfriend at the time was my wife now um, you know this long distance relationship was kind of hard so we uh, you know made the decision that perhaps it would be good for me to uh, give up this uh, wonderful you know playing career that I had get involved in education um, and uh, and here I am now you know so many years later uh, doing something that I absolutely love so talk about your job as an, an athletic director. I don't know that people really appreciate the amount of hours and the things that you have to do on a on a daily basis. Uh, so just kind of discuss that a little bit. Yes, uh, and I, you know, I think I speak on behalf of all of my peers when I said that uh, it's a very demanding job. Uh, you know, all the stakeholders that we have to kind of like serve uh, from the teachers the athletes, you know, themselves, the students, um, the families, officials, uh, and anyone, you name it, you know, we, we, we have to kind of like be that point of contact for everyone. Um, so 
from a scheduling standpoint to just dealing with day to day, you know, um, issues that that arise every day. Uh, it's a it's a very demanding job. You have to be very organized. Um, but um, you know, I think sometimes we are not being appreciated enough. Uh, in some in some cases, we are. But uh, I think that uh, all of my peers would say that uh, if they could welcome uh, one thing is uh, is extra time to uh, to get the job done the right way. Yeah, athletic directors are usually the last person to leave the building every day, especially when there's a uh, athletic contest of some sort. Absolutely. So what do you think are some of your most important challenges that you're handling there at Delaware Military Academy as the athletic director? Well, I think that the inflation that we're dealing with um, has impacted our budget, mm -hmm. uh, and I think uh, all of the schools as well. Uh, I think that uh, what you've seen across the state lately and even across the nation uh, with fan behaviors, uh, not to say that our fans are not, you know, behaving the right way, but, you know, that's something that, you know, you have to be consistently reminding, um, you know, uh, family members, uh, fans in general, that, you know, there's an expectation that, you know, we, we, we want to see good, you know, sporting behavior at the game. So, um, and just in the continuous, you know, education that you want to do with your athletes, it just never stops. Um, sometimes you see kids, you know, they come freshman year and, you know, they, they are willing to learn. Uh, and then, you know, as they get older and older, junior, senior year, they feel like, you know, sometimes they kind of like know it all, but, you know, the growth and the, 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 the learning process uh, still continues. So uh, that, that's been a point of emphasis for us, uh, educating our coaches as well. Uh, that's, a, that's a big... Uh, Big point of emphasis at DMS. So, but I would say right now the the, the biggest thing is, um, you know, uh, spectators, the behavior, being able to to make sure that you know uh, we provide a safe playing environment for our kids at all times, and, uh, and and dealing with budget issues. Yeah, so I was going to talk about that. I know there was an incident at a DMA Howard game a few weeks ago, and then there was one pretty much in my backyard at Appaquinamink High. And these, I think, I know your game was a night game. I'm not sure about the Abiquinament game. That's probably a night game as as well. And I know during uh, basketball season now, we're not playing any night games. Is this going to happen here in football, do you think? Who knows? Um, um, you, you see a lot of schools now who uh, are, like, making changes to their, like, you know, policies uh, in terms of what they are. Uh, the attendance is going to look like in the next, uh, you know, from now until, you know, further notice. I know that we have seen some games being moved. Uh, we moved our game this week to a five o'clock start um, just because we just want to make sure that, you know, uh, we just want to be proactive. Um, so I don't know what the future holds, but I do know that uh, right now everyone is working together and making sure that, you know, we don't see any uh, issues like we've seen in the last couple of weeks. Uh, as far as like what will happen in the future, um, I like to say that we want to see Friday night lights and not Friday night fight. Uh, so hopefully, you know, um, the community, um, the, the the athletes, the coaches, everyone comes together and understand that you know all we want to see is kids being able to participate in athletics and in a safe and, and fun way. Yeah, so the, these particular incidents, I mean, it's two, but they happen in a short period of time, so it. It sounds almost like an epidemic, even though it's only, but it's only two. Uh, and we want to, uh, of course, 
avoid this as much as possible. Uh, impossible to shut down everything like that. But what are you hearing from around the country about incidents at uh, football games or any other kind of contest that is taking place? Well, I, I, you know, I just read online. Uh, I see the news and I see that in Maryland they've had issues. I see that uh, in Philadelphia they've had issues. I believe it was in the state of, um, don't quote me on that, maybe Georgia, Texas, they had some issues. And um, and so some state association are like, you know, kind of like banning, you know, Friday night games and, and, and others are like, you know, limiting the amount of uh, spectators that are coming to the venues for the games. So um, I think it's a... Uh, you know, it's a concern for for athletic directors and school administrators across the country, um, but it's n it's nothing new. You know, uh, issues sometimes happens. Um, and but I, me personally, when I look at the last couple of issues that we've had uh, in our states, I also don't want people to think that that's the norm. You know, I think that there's a lot of uh, um, um, situations where, like, you know, you have games with no issues at all uh, and, and schools are doing everything they can to put like you know the proper systems and protocols in place to offer a safe environment for everyone involved in those games so um you know stuff happens and when they happens you know it, it kind of like alarms everyone but um if we have had two incidents uh this far this year um out of god knows how many games that have been played um two is, is too many but uh it's also like from a it's it's not not so bad i guess in a way so um but you know you just don't want to see anyone getting hurt ever so um it's a concern across the country people are like taking measures and and all you can do is continue to uh, to work together and to to make things better right i think part of the pr problem is that any incident is intensified because of the uh, the social media uh, uh access that everybody has and everything kind of gets blown up that's that's it's not just in sports it's in anything uh the, with a 24 7 news cycle uh just people need stuff to talk about and things do kind of get blown out of proportion sometimes but how do you think and you know you're at, at work and you're representing your school so uh you know feel free to uh monitor what or filter how uh you you say this as much as you want but how do you think what do you think that we as uh, adults in our community can do to help ward off some of these issues talk about it uh, lead by example and uh, and really keep in mind that you know everything that we do in our profession in education is for the kids um, so um, as long as we keep the, the kids in mind in, in, in our decision-making and in, in, in our actions, uh, I think people come to realize that some of the, the, the unfortunate things that took place in the last few weeks probably will stop. Um, I think in our society, people sometimes are like impulsive. Uh, I, think that, um, I think that coming out of COVID, uh, and it's still going on, but you know, coming out of the pandemic uh, and with, you know, perhaps like the, the economy right now, uh, you don't know what, you know, people are dealing with. And, 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 and I feel like sometimes some people may be angry. And, and so um, I'm, I'm not sure, but I think that uh, the best you can do is uh, is talk about it. You know, when we uh, we had our game at, uh, at Howard, 
And and I, I want to mention that it was no fault to Howard. It was no fault to DMA. Mm -hmm. It just, you know, it just happened. Um, um, it, it, you just deal with it. So uh, all we were able to do was to go back to our school, and I'm speaking for myself right now, and kind of like, you know, um, take a look at our practices and, 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 and see, you know, if an incident like this was to happen at DMA, how we would react to it and, and, and go over like our emergency action plan. So um, that, that's all you can do is talk about it and, and, and really like, you know, think about like, what is it that we're, we're doing our job for and we're doing it for the kids. So keep that in mind. Yeah, well said. So uh, talk about some of the positive experiences that you've had over the last few years. Some of the uh, athletes who have stood out in your mind and their accomplishments and and talk about some of the names of some kids that we should be watching for in box scores and at games that we attend to. Uh, uh, in terms of statewide, are you talking about yeah, your already? school? We'll talk about your school. Um, well, I, I kind of like hate, you know, um, personally, like, you know, just mentioning just a few few names mm -hmm. just because we have, uh, you know, I like to spread the love <laughs> for lack of a better word. And, and I think that we have a lot of talented, you know, uh, athletes at our school, but uh, obviously we have our, our pitcher, uh, Tyler August, um, who is going to be a senior this year. He was named last year the um, player of the year as a junior. Uh, he's a very talented player and, uh, you know, he committed to uh, University of Delaware. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's a, a big chance that he would get drafted. Um, so we expect a lot out of him. Um, he's a great kid. Um, you know, he's very humble, works hard, uh, comes from a good family. And, um, you know, he, uh, he's got good grades as well. So he, uh, he's got all the tools to be extremely successful in life. And uh, in my four years at DMA, I mean, we've seen a lot of great athletes. Uh, a couple of years ago, we had uh, Grayson Frost, a softball player who graduated from, from DMA. Um, you know, she uh, ended up going to UD. She's pitching there. She's doing well. Uh, I know some some of the the, the athletes before my time. Um, uh, uh, Colin Smith, I think, is uh, his name is who's playing right now baseball at the Naval Academy. Uh, we had uh, Tyler Hill, a baseball player as well, who uh, I think a year ago was playing for the Blue Rocks. Um, so. Um, you know, it's not just for me to be completely honest, like, you know, when I define success, I don't, I don't just define success, but, you know, wins and losses. Uh, it's just like seeing the growth that these kids are, you know, going through from a, a mental and emotional standpoint sometimes. Um, so I, uh, we're very fortunate, you know, at our school to, to, to have the support of our families. And um, it's a lot of uh, very successful uh, kids that we have. Uh, they embrace the work. Um, so it's just, uh, it's beautiful to watch. All right. So when you, when people go to, this is kind of, kind of off the, out of the box question here. When people go to uh, a DMA game and wherever, whatever, whatever game it is, volleyball, football, or, or something like that, where would you recommend that they go to eat like before or after a game there so somebody wants to go watch because you know your volleyball team's undefeated right now and you've got a big game coming up with newark charter here in a little bit i'll be there for that one and so if, if you've got some fans that want to go there ahead of time where should they hang out where do the seahawks hang out before or after a game there 
um, the kids like to go to Price's Corner and uh, they go to Chick-fil-A a lot. <laughs> um, so I, I guess it's always like a quick, easy place to get some food. Um, I know we have some um, people that go to Dom's. It's a little pizza place uh, in, in Newport. Um, Seasons Pizza was right there on Maryland Avenue. Um, I like to go to Piana Bread, uh, which is not too far from the school. Mm -hmm. uh, I just like the food that they have there. Um, and you can surely, like, if you have time, you can uh, go uh, go to the riverfront, which is nearby, and uh, go to uh, some of these restaurants that's there. So um, it uh, depends if you uh, you want something quick or not. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of uh, places around that you can uh, go grab some food. So what are some of the uh, key rivalries that the Seahawks get themselves up for uh, in any of the sports throughout the year? Which ones do you look forward to? Well, you know, obviously, anytime you play a team in your conference, um, you know, Archmere has been a very, very good, uh, you know, athletic program, uh, very successful. So we're always trying to, like, you know, measure ourselves against them in a lot of sports. Uh, so I know our kids get up for these kind of games. Uh, Conrad was down the street from us. There's like the, this famous like battle of Boxwood mm -hmm. uh, that you know kids from both schools you know uh, love. So they love to compete in that in that regard. Um, and then um, you know I think that uh, a, a little rivalry has developed over the years with uh, with St. Mark's, who's a, who's a very good athletic program as well. So it's, it seems like our kids you know love to uh, to compete against them. So these are like you know uh, great. Uh, games. Uh, the atmosphere is always electric. Um, like a volleyball game this next Monday, we're going to uh, Sam Marks, who is, uh, I mean, <laughs> talking about like probably the best, I, I know they are the best, you know, volleyball program in our state, but they've been so dominant in the last few years. Uh, so I, I, I imagine that the, the atmosphere in that gym is going to be electric. I'm sure our kids will, tra will travel and go there. So um, I would say Archmere, Conrad, and uh, and uh, and and Sam Marks have, have been uh, I don't know if they're rivals, but they've been uh, they've been good uh, good games for sure. Well, your new volleyball coach over there, Nikki Kinnear, is, was a St. Marks player. Yes. Too. So that adds a little excitement to the. She's uh, excited understory. about the game for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, so she was. She learned from one of the best, and she's uh, helping guide your pro. Still undefeated there, I believe, right? So she's off to a great start. This coach there. It will be great to see like the uh, the prodigy kind of like defeat the you know like the the coach type thing. You know, yeah. like if Nikki was able to uh, get her team to uh, to beat Sam Marks on Monday, I think it would be great. And I even think that Nancy over at uh, Sam Marks, who's uh, an amazing coach. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, while I'm sure she doesn't want to lose, but she probably would have like a sense of pride a little bit if she uh, <laughs> if she was to lose to uh, to Nikki, because obviously she she taught Nikki everything that Nikki knows now. So right. it's pretty cool. It's a good story. Yeah, that'll, that'll be a fun night for sure for volleyball fans. So fill in the blanks for me. Anything I'm missing of importance that you want to talk about? It could be something personal, something about your school, any anything of the sort. Yes. Well, uh, you know, our, our school. Uh, as uh, I applied for an award this last year, which uh, is called the Quality Program Award. Mm -hmm. uh, and what it is, is to go through the uh, NIAAA, which stands for the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. So every athletic director in the country 
um, is part of this uh, association. And, and that association, what they do is they provide professional development for ADs across the country. Um, and so every year there's the national convention in December. This year it's going to take place in Nashville, Tennessee. So they have this program and what it is kind of like a benchmark where you can see where you are. There's like 10 different categories, uh, risk management, um, sports medicine, uh, mentoring, like the, and, 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 and others. And so you're trying to assess your program and, and, and so they, there's different evidence that you have to submit to show that you know you you, you excel in these categories. And so you have to score like a, a minimum of 80% in each uh, of, of the categories listed. And so we went through that uh, process last year. It was a year long process in collecting evidence. And, and, and really, to be honest, it was great for us because uh, in thinking about sports medicine, there was areas where like, you know, we, we were lacking. Um, so we have improved in that regard, and, and which is good. So. But all that to say, we submitted the application uh, this uh, last July or August. I think we were just uh, made aware that we won this national award, um, so which is great. But it's not to say that you know we're perfect. We still want to grow, and um, so now that we have uh, guidelines, we can continuously reflect on our practices. So that's something that I'm very, very proud of. Uh, probably my biggest accomplishment as an athletic director. Uh, but this is an award that I think is uh, is a testament of the work that's done by the coaches, the support of the parents, who has been extremely amazing. Uh, we're a small school, but the community is huge. Um, so um, DMA is a great place to be. There's a, a whole lot of good schools in our state, a whole lot of good, you know, athletic programs. I have a lot of respect for all of my peers as athletic directors because I know they work as hard as I do. Um, but it's uh, something special happening at DMA that I'm very proud of, and uh, and and this is this being winning this award being one of them. Yeah, congratulations on that. I remember uh, talking about that when I saw the uh, release come through, and that's fantastic. It is a test testimony to your hard work and the the community's work there, and everybody else involved, the coaches, even the athletes, and the administration as well. All right. We do have uh, another program that I think um, is, is, you know, worthy of mentioning. Uh, COVID kind of like made us like, you know, stop, uh, but it's back and running. We have a program called DMA Cares. Uh, so I'm a huge basketball fan and, you know, watching the NBA. I know they have something called NBA Cares. So that's where we, we get the idea from. A program that I ran when I was at Glasgow. And uh, so we get our student athletes to participate in a lot of community service events throughout the course of the year. So every season they have to kind of like participate in one. And uh, so on next Tuesday, actually, we have our first one where we're taking student athletes to different elementary schools and they're going to read books to kids with a disability uh, and serve as like mentors to them. Uh, the goal would be to go to the veteran hospital uh in a in a winter and, and and spend time with the veterans and, and and trying to make blankets for them and read books to them and then in the spring we're hoping to host uh, on campus uh an egg hunt egg hunt i'm sorry for uh, kids with a disability and, and bring them on campus and and and, and have our kids you know kind of like the best buddy program that they do with the drfrc so um i'm very proud of that program it's good to to see our kids out there in the community serve as leaders as well uh, they learn a lot through that, so um, uh, it's a great program that we have. Well, you are certainly an important part of our athletic community here. Uh, definitely a talented individual, and uh, I'm sure you are enriching a lot of people's lives 
along the way. And I would, I am glad that you were able to take some time out of your busy day <laughs> to come uh, talk with me. I know you just got no, getting over being sick too. I'm glad you're feeling, <laughs> glad you're feeling better. Getting there, yes. <laughs> well, all right. So, uh, again, this is Jeremy Jean, the athletic director from Delaware Military Academy, who took some time out of his busy schedule to come talk with us here at My Sports Reports in Delaware Sports. Jeremy, thank you very much again for stopping by, and I will see you in person, I think, at the Newark Charter Volleyball game here in a, a couple of weeks. And continued success to you and everybody else at DMA. And uh, say goodbye. I'm gonna when when you do, I'm gonna click end. And unfortunately, you will be off the screen. But I hope that you have a wonderful day and continued success to you. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, and uh, congratulations on your show. It's growing, and uh, uh, I know our kids are watching it. Our coaches as well. I'm sure the parents do too. So uh, thank you for having me. Thank you for everything that you do, uh, showcasing and promoting. You know, uh, Delaware athletics throughout the state. Uh, it's sincerely appreciated, and uh, and I apologize uh, for being a little sick. So hopefully. Uh, you know, the fact that I already have an accent, hopefully you could uh, clearly understand everything that I was saying. So again, thank you for having me and uh, it was a pleasure. I'm actually learning French with my wife, but for some <laughs> reason, now I'm intimidated to try to say anything because if somebody who actually speaks French, it would I would just embarrass myself. Well, you should try. I'm the best teacher you could get. We. <laughs> <laughs> oui. that's, that's all I have for you. <laughs> what did you say? I'm sorry? We. Oui. We, that's great. That's great. That's the best word to learn. We oui, oui. oui. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> Take great care. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. So that was Jeremy Jean, the athletic director from Delaware Military Academy. Uh, credit to his school. He's a wonderful guy. He really does a great job. I, I, if you spend any time just kind of observing what goes on on the in the uh, daily activities of a athletic director you would be you would be amazed i would think uh the work that they do it is really unbelievable special thanks to jazzercise in middletown 24 north broad street in middletown one of the proprietors there runs a very active Facebook group page for parents of Delaware High School athletes, and they are kind enough to post up links to these videos that we produce there. So, let's see. All right, I'm just trying to think. I just think there was something important I had to say. It's rare that I actually have something important to say. And when I actually came up with it, I forgot it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Marshall Manlow. Now, from the home studio in Middletown, Delaware, I 